Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and today we have a special guest. <laughs> we have my dad, Jim. Greetings, Earthlings. How are you? I'm incredibly good. We're blind. I woke up this morning and that's half of every day. And yes, we are blind. That's yes. why I'm scooched back is the <laughs> sun is like there. Yeah. For those of you watching so. on YouTube, we're, we're, we're doing this early and the sun is, uh, it's blinding right now, but, but that's the, okay. But the sun is coming up and that's always a good thing. That's true. Well, right. it's, yeah, I mean, it was pretty. I mean, look, it beats the alternative, right? It's true. It's yeah. true. So anyway, so today it's time for the monthly Ask the Boys show. But first, um, we're going to address the elephant in the room. Even though this is a cigar podcast, there will not be a cigar today because, um, well, I, uh, I, I'm i coming down um, from a nice case of strep throat, so that's what I was dealing with uh, this past week and um, still kind of dealing with, and it's one of those things where uh, if you listen to the last episode, you heard me doing the bookends with uh, Drew Newman there. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I had. I didn't have a cold. I had strep throat. So, usually, um, little, usually little kids get strep throat. Yeah. Well, um, I think a little kid was to blame for my strep throat. <laughs> I, think, but I, th- I think we determined. I think we did yeah. figure yeah. that out. Your, but, yeah. your nephew nailed you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm dealing with that. And so, uh, I'm not going to be smoking this week as a result of that. So, and, uh, and you. I'm hitting the road shortly. I drive back to Indianapolis as soon as we wrap this up. So I'm having my daily blast of coffee. And I'm I'm the kind of guy that I only smoke before noon if there's a golf club in my hand. Mm. So it's just a bit early for me. That's fair. And I figured, yeah, as long as I'm plugging fucking good coffee, we'll keep Nick Gervais happy. And <laughs> look, that's the whole impetus behind everything is keeping that guy happy. Because exactly. you don't want him as an enemy from what I gather. <laughs> He's a asshole. <laughs> well, and he lives in Cleveland. And you know those guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've lived in Cleveland for a year. I don't know yeah. where anybody would live in Cleveland and claim that. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I'm driving. So I'm, gonna, I'm going to avoid a cigar for a while. But um, if we were smoking a cigar... The cut would be brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder of Riverman Cigar Company. And Dan the Man Ponder over there in Crestwood, Missouri. Um, guys, I've told you before, he has his uh, uh, annual event coming up on September 30th. It's a Saturday. It's the last Saturday of September. He's going to have um, a couple of different uh, cigar manufacturers there. He's going to have live music. He's going to have a fully stocked humidor. So if you're in the area, it's going to be a party. You're going to want to put that on your calendar. Um, if you're not in the area, he does mail order, so you can give him a call. He's got all kinds of great cigars over there. You know, he'll walk you around the store, you know, on the phone. He'll tell you, you know, the nice things that he's got. And, uh, you know, he can put together a nice package of, of cigars and get those shipped to you right away. So, you know, you can still support a brick and mortar, even if you don't have a brick and mortar and, uh, still take part in the Riverman experience. But that's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri, and this is where I normally would cut a cigar. But for now, why don't we now go ahead and uh, just jump right into it. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my wiener! 
You got a question. You ask the eight ball. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. It's time for Ask the Boys. Now, now, you know, for those of you who are sitting back going like, you're subjecting your dad to this. You do listen. I've been subjected to worse, actually, but there have been some moments on your cringeworthy show. <laughs> I sit there going, I shouldn't be listening to this shit. Well, so, you know. That's right. Bring it on. We're going to do this. So hopefully you guys were, you know, somewhat controlled in your calls. I don't know. Um, some of these calls may have come in, well, at least one or two of these calls came in prior to the announcement that you were going to be on. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, but, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll just jump right into it here with our first call. Hopefully this, uh, oh, no. All right. We got to rewind the back. Yo, this is Teddy. I know this has been a minute and everything, so let's get this shit started. (laughs) So, first of all, I have been... So fucking MIA, so please forgive me for missing out on a whole lot of shit. But I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and go into the latest episode from Tuesday episode with uh, guys, or two-thirds of the guys from uh, uh, Smoking Butt, Tapping Ass, Tapping Ass, I don't know. Either way, them sons of bitches. <clears throat> Great show, <laughs> by the way. Second of, all, second of all, it's been so long that I... Did not know that the outro and the intro music got changed. What the fuck is that? That shit sounds like some shit that I would listen to right before I go into some fucking online train at a fucking job that I don't want. And I've literally <laughs> heard, and I know that outro music, I definitely heard it, a goddamn um, um, training exercise shit from some damn online bullshit. Either way, I've heard that goddamn music before. That's some shit, so we're going to change that. Second of all, ask the boys. Yeah, we might need to change that name because we're not really asking the boys anymore, are we? We're asking Nick and and the bull, and a parishioner. So I'm like, <laughs> what if we just did uh, the confessional? I don't know. This might be a good. This might be a confessional uh, for crying out loud. I mean, like, there's a lot of shit that I can confess on right now. Uh, and please forgive me for my sins on these confessions. So I guess my first confession is is that I have not been smoking as many cigars as I want to, only because of health reasons, but. Good thing is that those health reasons have pretty much uh, gone away. So now I'm back on the on the horse smoking, you know, cigars and stuff, enjoying them. Um, cigar that I just got through having was uh, was from Caldwell, uh, blended with AJ Fernandez. Uh, Jesus, I can't remember the name of it. I'm on the road, so please forgive me on that one. Um, other than that, though, um, yeah, I can't wait to see everybody at uh, Pulpit Fest. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Nick, I, man, I appreciate the, the sweet, man. I, I really do. Um, the fact that you got me in for a sweet and a rental and all that, man, it's awesome. So, uh, again, appreciate you for that. Oh, and, um, yeah, and I'll give you my list of uh, 20 cigars that you can get for, that you can get for me and everything like that. I, I appreciate that as well, too. Anywho, guys, y'all uh, stay blessed, stay smoky. I just want to let y'all know I am alive and, uh, rest, and uh, you know, uh, um, oh, and also, too, uh, just to let you know that uh, I don't know if everybody's seen the video already of the Alabama brawl. Um, I will be bringing a chair because it's a whole bunch of white guys there, and I'm probably might be that token black guy. But, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing a chair. So just in case if uh, some shit pops off and everything like that, I'm not saying I'm going after anybody. I'm just saying that in case shit gets real, I'll have my chair. So anywho, y'all, y'all stay blessed. 
And he hit the three-minute time limit. <laughs> I got, I got, I got this one. Okay, Teddy, you may recall that I met you once. Um, I'm not worried about you being in any kind of a brawl. My money is on your ass. I don't care how many guys are in the room. Teddy is going to win. Um, regarding your sins, uh, smoke one Ave Maria and two All Saints. As a Catholic, I can tell you to do that, and you will be absolved of all your sins. And head south a little bit to Oxford, Mississippi. Go to the Holiday Inn Museum or the Holiday Inn University if it's still there, and just kind of walk around there, and that'll make you feel better about being anywhere else. So you're good, Teddy. I think you'll be fine at the event. <laughs> Teddy's been to Pulpit Fest what the last couple of years, and uh, you weren't the. I mean, God, I don't even want to say it. You weren't the only. Um, you know, black so, person. Southerner. The only guy from Tennessee. Yeah. yeah the only guy mean, yeah. of, you know, color at the at the event. I mean, you know, we had there's, 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 we're a mixed <clears throat> we're a mixing pot, you know? We're a welcoming organization. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not my fault you caught yourself on fire two years ago. That was on you. <laughs> that was on you, Teddy. Nobody did that to you. I want that for the record. That was on you. Anyway, um and as for your sin the fact that you're not smoking cigars due to health reasons, I don't even see that as a sin, quite frankly. I mean, yes, exactly. You know, you 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 gotta you gotta take care of yourself before you can, you know, worry about that kind of thing. God knows so, nobody else will. Exactly. Now, I think it's more of a sin that at least I don't know if he still is, but at least temporarily, I think Teddy had gone to like an all all vegetarian diet. That's a sin. I mean. Because he was making all sorts of great barbecue. And See, my theory is with the vegetarian thing. Nature. A vegetarian is so great. Why are they trying to take vegetables and make them into patties to taste like meat? Right. Why don't you just eat meat? There you go. If vegetables are good, make patties that taste like vegetables well, and just stop. And I don't like the fact that they're trying to take vegetables and make them into other vegetables. Like this whole concept of, uh, oh, it's not mashed potatoes. It's mashed cauliflower. cauliflower. And it tastes just like mashed potatoes. Right. No, it doesn't. It tastes like fucking mashed cauliflower. Yep, yep. It's like you cauliflower can't... pizza. Oh. Name one Italian guy who endorses that. Right. You can't. I mean, I know. you know, the whole pineapple yeah. on pizza think it's a bad rap, but yeah. I think cauliflower pizza. Pineapple I can go with, but cauliflower anything. No, that's what I'm saying. Banned. It just, it's not the same. Yep. So, all right. Well, Teddy, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the, the <laughs> long call. And, uh, you know. I'm we, glad he's good, though. We appreciate that. So, and then we've got a call here. And remember, hit the button. Hey, Nick. And whoever you have with you today. Uh, it's me, Dave, again. Hey, I was uh, listening to your episode about the aliens, and uh, here's here's where my problem with aliens lives and lies: is that why do aliens always make themselves known to rednecks and hicks living in the middle of nowhere with zero education and zero credibility? Why don't they go ahead and make themselves known to scientists, uh, mathematicians? Uh, artists, music, somebody of some culture and, and quality. Why is it always Billy Joe Jim Bob from Buttfuck, Illinois, who is getting, you know, taken up into an alien ship and having his buttocks probed? I just don't understand why that's a great um, strategy. Also, that also brings me to the question is, why do aliens have an obsession with our buttholes? 
I asked my wife, and she told me the least interesting part of my whole body is my butthole. So I don't know why an alien would want to go ahead and probe your anus over and over again, universally. Um, what are they hoping to find? What are they hoping to gain? Uh, it's not like there's a source of power there. Well, anything that can be useful power, I suppose. And uh, I'm just uh, just curious. Why do aliens always make themselves known to hicks while probing their buttocks? All right, that's all the question I got. Thinking about it. Until, until then, um, I'm going to always just be a little bit skeptical. Um, all right. Take care, Stay smoking. Later. Well, thanks for the call, Dave. Why of all cities in Illinois did he pick buttfuck, and he's asking why aliens are focused on buttholes? There's a valid point. Is this guy an alien? I don't know. Maybe. Buttfuck is not in Illinois. It's in Kentucky. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Trey Max from there. <laughs> point. <laughs> um, no, you know, I, I, he makes a point. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. About... Why do rednecks always... Rednecks you know. see Bigfoot. Well, yeah, I contest that the F-18 pilot off the Nimitz well, buzzing true. off of San Diego. Not a, you call not that a guy a redneck? Not a redneck. This son of a bitch is flying a multi-million dollar gizmo, and he can shoot you from a mile away and not it's even true. blink. It's true. That's the highest technology. Rednecks are the guys who take those shaky videos of Bigfoot and go, I've seen it. <laughs> nah. You've got some high credibility people are seeing alien things now. So his whole theory is just debunked. And as for why are they interested in our buttholes, <laughs> I mean... And yet he goes back to the butthole. I know some human beings what? that are preoccupied with buttholes, one of which used to sit with me for the majority of the prior past episodes. So I'm just going to put that out there and say that there are people, human beings, that are probably as interested, if not more interested, in buttholes than we perceive aliens to be. So, you know, I don't think that's something we ought to judge the greys based on. But anyway. <laughs> All right, moving on. To you know, next. it's early for this kind of stuff. You know that, don't I know. You? Well, right. see, I All wake right. up, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got to go. Gotta, and don't... We got to go, you know. Game on. <laughs> you know, All right. when the show goes, <laughs> yeah, the show yeah. goes. Got it. Anyway, so, okay, next call here. Maybe. Hello there, this is Ken from Ashendale, and I was wondering, <laughs> if you had to pick just one cigar brand and one liquor type, what would it be to satisfy you for the rest of your life? Just pondering that question sitting, sitting there, and I'm not sure I can make that decision, so I was going to find out what your opinions were. Thank you very much, and you guys have a great day. Well, that's our friend uh, Ken Clarich down at Ashenale. Quick anecdote. I was going to say, I, let's I, get I, into this. I, I have to put this out there. <laughs> which cigar and which beverage? I've known Ken now, yikes, what, 25, 24 years, I guess. Um, for all your shopping needs, go to Ashenale and Palm Coast Valley. Uh, anyway. He's a very good friend, obviously, and you you know that. Yes, I met Ken many years ago. I was coordinating charity golf tournaments, okay. large scale. I'm talking a half a million dollar events, right? Yeah. Healthcare executives from various companies would come, and Ken at the time was an event manager. And I apologize, Ken. I don't recall your exact title. It was probably some lofty title, but he was the on site coordinator for the event 
at a wonderful location at the time called Chateau Alain, located in Braselton, uh, Braselton, Georgia, north of Atlanta. Uh, PGA Tour used to stop there. Gene Sarazen, if anybody's a golfer, you know Gene Sarazen. Gene Sarazen uh, would, would pop through there after the Masters. He'd go to there and hang out, and his grandson was a pro there for a while. Anyway, Ken was my event manager, and he helped me coordinate the the beds, you know, how many rooms for so many, the tee times on the two different courses. Literally every element of the logistics on site was Ken, and I was the, the, the poor bastard he had to deal with. Um, part of the deal one night, was the grand buffet and it was a it was a a health foundation and they gave awards and money out to recipients and all of these people are in the ballroom and having just a lavish dinner and ken and i being the guys working you don't sit and you you sit outside yeah and you wait for something to explode um i remember forever ken and this is this is my answer to you uh please don't ask me what the cigar was i don't recall but i do recall your dinner and my dinner that night was we took a bottle of Chateau Alain port and we literally halved the bottle. You had half of the bottle of port. I drank the other half and we had two cigars apiece and that was our dinner that night. While everybody's inside eating wonderful beef and everything else, we're outside getting schmitzed on, <laughs> on, port, on port wine and cigars. And somehow it, it, was, it was one of those, one of those cigar memories I've, I'll, I'll, I'll have forever. So... I've got other stories on Ken that I will not share. <laughs> I swore on the stack of Bibles. But but that's my answer is a, a glass of port and a cigar with Ken. Okay. And I don't give a shit what kind of cigar it is. It's with a buddy, and that's all that matters. There you go. All right. Um, as for me, I don't – to narrow it down to one brand, Ken, I just uh, – I don't know, man. I like I, – I bounce around so much. I mean um, – I have my ones that are in my regular rotation, um, but every once in a while something new comes along. Like, um, you know, um, I discovered the, um, I had one at TPE and I really liked it. And then I picked some more up coming back from your place in Brownsburg, uh, Mm -hmm. the Crux uh, Habano Epicure. Love that cigar. And that's one that just kind of came out of nowhere. And um, it's really good. And so I don't, I don't want to like, I, I just don't know if I could limit it to one specific brand to say for the rest of my life there's that brand. But if gun to my head, I had to. Absolutely had to. Boy, this is going to be hard because I've got... A Perdomo Champagne. I've got sponsors, you know. You know, I really like the Perdomo. I, I've moved less off the Champagne and more to the Habano Sungrown. Hmm. I'm smoking a lot of that. Um, but... Uh, you know, somebody's gonna say I'm a shill. Somebody's gonna say I'm, 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 you know, shilling for one of the sponsors and all that. And I'm, and you can accuse me of that, and that's fine. But they're a sponsor for a reason. It's because I really, really like their product. Aladino, man. I mean, if you were to stick to one, if you could tell me I can only have one brand yep. for the rest of my life, Aladino has such a variety within their catalog between. The Connecticut, the Cameroon, the Corojo, the Maduro, the different Corojo, um, you know, between the regular standard line Corojo, the Corojo Reserva. Um, now they've got this uh, Sumatra coming out later this year. You know, there's the, the, the Candela they came out with at St. Patrick's Day. I mean, there's such a variety of different cigars within that catalog that I'd almost have to say that I'd be fine 
if you told me I could only smoke one brand for the rest of my life, I think I'd be fine just smoking Aladino. And as for a liquor, I'm not a big You're not a liquor, liquor guy. guy. No. Like, I don't drink liquor straight no. for the most part. No. Um, I mean, mine would come from the Highlands in Scotland as a single malt scotch. I don't like peat. I don't like, you know, I'm not a big bourbon rye kind of, I don't like heavy rye. So I know the area. Yeah. Uh, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, you've never been a big liquor dude. No. Hell, you don't even drink soda. No. So that's the thing. Iced tea would probably be my yeah. choice. You know? Iced tea in a Cameroon. Iced tea in yeah. a Cameroon would be just fine with me. So yeah, realistically, Ken, I think that's my choice. I think I'm going to go with Aladino. And in terms of a liquor, I think. Uh, and you would enjoy that I, at the Ashen Ale Lounge I, in Palm know, Coast, Florida. Palm Coast, Florida. <laughs> you know, for all of your wonderful for cigar all of your needs. Cigar needs. Just. Uh, South of Daytona? North of Daytona. About north tw- of Daytona. About, about a 28-minute drive north of Daytona. Okay, okay. It's the center of mirth. Center of mirth. Happiness and mirth and joy and everything. Okay. Wonderful place, I hear. Well, so, and, and speaking of Ken, I guess we ought to, like, you know, there's there's been some discussions. And Ken wants to get more involved in the show. And I like that. Well, he, I was, he was dropped that. as a baby. That's why. <laughs> he still hasn't recovered, but... <laughs> He, he takes as, the, I, as I sit here. He takes the helmet off when he does the Zoom <laughs> calls with me for the show. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, but the point is, he wants to be more involved. Right. And so one of the things that's been discussed, I mean, I haven't been involved in these discussions. Yeah, we've been, we, but, we, we, we've, been, we've been talking behind your back. Yeah, exactly. All right. Is uh, the idea of doing um, a uh, monthly um, listener herf slash cigar lounge herf to where um we would coordinate a day and a time we'd have a zoom you know the details of said zoom would be put out and you guys could jump in and participate participate and kind of it's one of those things that we're you know we've talked about on the show where the whole point of this is to bring that lounge experience of the sitting around with your friends and bs and talking about this and that and whatever you know to you at your home or your car or wherever, this would be an opportunity for you to have kind of that interactive lounge experience and talk amongst different listeners and that sort of thing. Get Teddy on the line. Well, yeah. Every, everybody could, everybody could, could sit and listen to Teddy for 20 talk minutes. Talk with Teddy. <laughs> the Teddy call. <laughs> he can tell us all about his vegan diet, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, yeah, well, and then Trent would call like 20 times. That's between the know. two of them. <laughs> They'd call back yeah. 20 times. But anyway, um, yeah, so that, that's what we're thinking is, um, doing like a monthly interactive herf. And so details on that are forthcoming, but, um, we're talking about that. And speaking of Ash and Ale, before we move on to the next call, I do want to point out that, um, for those of you in the Florida area, I will be at Ash and Ale on Wednesday, October the 18th for an event that Ken is having with Mickey Pegg of All Saints Cigars. So if you want to come out on Wednesday, October the 18th, I will be there. Mickey Pegg will be there. Ken will be there. Come out. Have some drinks. Have some cigars. Hang out. It'll be a wonderful time. But uh, I am making the trek down to Palm Coast, Florida to hang out with Ken and Mickey Pegg on Wednesday, October the 18th. And I won't be. You won't be. I'll be going down in January and be going to the Rolex 24. 
But I will be hitting Ashenale and Palm Coast well, yeah. during that trip. Because, I mean, you're there. Because so I'm like right there and it would be embarrassing to. if I didn't. Well, it would. The rasher shit I, I mean, would catch. Oh, my God. It'd be yeah. unreal. Unreal. All right. So, why don't we move on to one more call. And then after we do this call, we can do a little other stuff and then we'll come back to the last remaining calls. Okey-doke. Okay. Maybe. Hit the button. And... Hey, Nick. Uh, it's me, Dave, again. Hey, I was listening to the uh, episode with Drew Newman on it, talking about the humidors. It got me thinking about something that, just a show idea for you, uh, since you're flying solo these days. Um, and um, anything to help keep that asshat flasky off the air would be great. So, here's what I was thinking. I recall an episode early in the pulpit days, uh, I think the name was Squirrel or something. He was a, he was a, he was a humor maker. Um, from Pennsylvania, I believe. I don't remember exactly, but you know, maybe we talk, maybe have that guy back on. He seems like he's pretty interesting. Um, it might be interesting, to, you know, someone to talk to uh, about another area of the cigar industry other than just the cigars. Um, talk about humidors and stuff like that. So, anyway, you take that for what it's worth. That one's free. The next one you have to pay for. Um, but you know, so it goes. All right, uh, that's all I got for now. Maybe I'll call again because you seem to be woefully short on calls. Uh, not that I'm going to turn into, you know, 28 calls uh, in a row or anything. That would be excessive and stupid. Later. <laughs> I think he's calling you out, Trent. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Dave, I appreciate the thought on that. And, you know, it's funny. So, yes, Squirrel came on the show very early on and talked about, you know, how he makes humidors. And I did reach out to him at one point about coming back on, and schedules just didn't work. I think he was getting a new job or something at the time, and um, you know how life happens, and you just kind of, you know, people move in different directions, and I have I just haven't talked to Squirrel in a while, so I like that idea. That name Squirrel, he could be laying dead in the middle of a road somewhere, too, though. It's possible. But, <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, but no, um, I'll, I'll circle back. I'll, I'll That's a good idea. Squirrel. I like that idea. So and I appreciate show ideas. So for free, you know, yeah, exactly. Apparently, this guy's got rates. I mean, well, yeah, the next one costs, but, right? You, know, you don't know for, what. So for what it is, but yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, why don't we take a break from the calls and uh, do this? It's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report. Brought to you by Villiger. Villiger Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villiger Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. Travis wants royalty money for me using his, uh, his Villiger song there. Travis is going to wait a while, I, I think, because so. you only pay on quality. I mean, you know, See. let's be real. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, so this is the time of the show when we talk about what we've been watching and what we've been uh, enjoying. So, um, what have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> Let me premise this. Okay, here we go. Unlike you, um, obviously I come from a different generation. So, I'm not connected to all the all your little streaming channels and shit um i'm still held hostage by comcast i'm spending over 200 dollars a month on comcast gross i refuse but then again i hate to think of what i'm spending on my streaming if i add, add it all up add it up you yeah. cringe yeah um i refuse to pay them more for anything i will not pay for hbo i'm not going to pay for shit 
Um, so we live with what we've got. Um, I'm not a big movie guy. I've never been a big movie buff. Mm-hmm. Don't care. I don't care if I ever go into another theater. I'm not that guy. Um, theaters are annoying little clusters of people. So if you ask me what I watch, I mostly watch cable and I do a lot of this. Yeah. I watch a Which, lot. Which, in all go fairness. Go on. In all fairness. I envy that sometimes. There are times when I'm sitting on the couch, I don't know what I want to watch. And with streaming, you have to know what you want to watch. And that's not me. And so sometimes I wish I could just like There's, just there click is, around There isn't and find a damn something. thing out there right now that I would cross the street to go watch. Yeah. And that's just me. I like doing this and stumbling across shit that's like, wow, that looks interesting. Yeah. Okay. So to answer the question, what have I been watching a lot lately? Liberty Mutual commercials. <laughs> I am so sick of Liberty Mutual commercials. All right. The other one, if I could, I would take the My Pillow guy out. Oh, I am really? sick of My Pillow. <laughs> I go from channel My Pillow channel. Here's Mike Lindell again. I don't know who this Mike Lindell guy is, but that some bitch needs to go away. <laughs> and the other one that needs to go away is the Fruits and Veggies commercial. And I know you've not seen them. Uh, no. Because they're on like Fox News. This and all thing, these. I don't see a lot of commercials. No, you don't. They're on the news channels about every five minutes. And they, they have real users, testimonials. If that's what veggie, fruits and veggies turns you into, I'm not taking it. They're real users are people I would cross the street. Wait, are we talking about like... It's a nutrient thing. A little, oh, okay. Little pills. So it's and, called fruits and, and, and veggies. Instead of eating vegetables, you take this freaking pill. Because he crumbles them all up. And instead of eating fruit, you take his little fruity pill. And it's healthy. And my God, this 80-year-old woman is kicking soccer balls with her grandkids or whatever. It's pathetic. She's going to fall and break a hip. It looks like Boca Raton. But anyway, (laughs) so I'm I'm doing, but boom, 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 and around. I tend, more than anything, I land on the channels, and the guy's going to cringe. I watch Bigfoot shit, all right? (laughs) Um, I landed the other day. On this on this thing that's going on right now is they're doing this massive search of Loch Ness, and I, you're probably not aware of this. No, I mean they've got a fleet of high technology now, and people all along miles and miles stretch, and they're monitoring Loch Ness for several days, looking for a Plethiosaurus, a Loch Ness monster. Okay, that's the stuff I land on and watch. I watch science. I watch history. I watch things that I was unaware of that just boggle my friggin' mind. Okay. I watch that kind of stuff. I watch brainless stuff. I like to check my brain at the door sometimes, too. Uh-huh. So I'm the guy that will land on Peppa Pig and find myself just staring at Peppa Pig for 30 minutes, <laughs> giggling at the stupid little British pig. Um, as you know, Janet will command the TV at night, and I sit there with my iPad, yeah. and I'm flipping through bullshit on the internet. And she seems lately to be hooked on British murder and crime shows. Okay. Midsummer murders. Yeah. Death in Paradise. And I glance up and I remotely pay attention. But as far as the last movie I've watched, don't give a crap. She likes horror films. I don't give a crap. Did Um, she watch Tusk? No, she gave up on that because we read the reviews on Tusk. She gave She. She, she can't, didn't even try. She, no, we. Oh, I, 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 I read the review on Tusk. Come I know you're, on. I know you're, you're propagating this Tusk thing. She, it's, I watched it, it, Lamb a, with her. It, Come I, on. Well, that was, yeah, that was, <laughs> and that was unintentional. Here's the difference. <laughs> Lamb was like, "Holy shit, that happened! That was a surprise ending, right? That was a surprise." Yeah, Tusk, you know, going in that this bastard is turning this kid into a walrus, <laughs> right? So why would, why would you set your up for something? Set yourself up for something that you know is just gonna be like, yeah. So she asked me, because you want to watch that? I said, no, that's not anything I would want to watch. Okay, so then the other one that I recommended was Jojo Rabbit. And that's coming. 
Okay, she Appar- hasn't watched uh, yeah, it yet. Yeah, she gets the she okay. gets the movies through the through the library. Okay, again, I'm not paying more for entertainment. No, I get it. Two hundred seven dollars to hey, Comcast. Look, I'm, I'm a, a big proponent of the public library. Library, you know, well, that's the way other, more than just books. Here's the other thing: is I like reading magazines. Yeah, I've cut my magazine consumption down to like five a month coming at home. Yeah. We have through the library this thing called Hoopla. It's an app on your on the iPad, and this is why I do at night. Yeah. But now they have this other thing called I think it's Libby is an app. Okay. All of you listeners, look for Hoopla and Libby at your local library. There are like thousands of magazines. I'm not subscribing to Whiskey Advocate anymore. I get it on Libby for free. There you Cigar go. Cigar Aficionado can be all of these magazines, outside magazine, any name it. I'm finding them all. Road and Track. Road and Track jumped to like $75 a year. No, nah, go to hell. I'm getting it for free on my iPad. <laughs> so that's what I do is I'm more of a yeah. I'm more of a magazine kind of guy than watching screens. That's fair. Okay. Not what you wanted to hear, but that's my entertainment. No, I don't, right? no that's <laughs> There's fine. my update. That's fine. Um, what have I been watching this week? Um, well, you and I watched uh, Top Gear. Or no, um, last Grand, night, Grand Tour. Grand Tour. That, Grand was, Tour that was good night. last night, yeah. And... Um, you know, what else have I been watching this week? I, I've actually been watching some stuff just because I've been down and out with, you know, crappy throat. Um, I uh, watched a little bit of Eastbound and Down. Um, I hadn't seen the third and fourth season of that, so I did watch that, and I finally know how that show ends. And, uh, boy, I like Eastbound and Down, um, but uh, Kenny Powers is a really hard guy to root for is like your your protagonist in the show because so often throughout that show i'm just sitting there going like god damn it kenny you know changing shows succession succession is the one with the old the old bastard with the company and and, and his asshole kids yeah okay she she got i don't know at the library she got like the first season of that yeah and by the third episode i wanted them all dead and that's the thing with shows like that there's always that protagonist where it's like i don't like this I, and I don't like being hooked into that next episode. And yeah. I don't like getting this. And a lot of TV <laughs> shows do that. No, that has been a you thing. Know? Right I mean, that was the whole thing growing up is you had 30-minute sitcoms. And that you know turned into society. They're happy. Oh, Christ, we have a crisis. Something happened. And then the end, happy. And you're happy and done in 30 minutes. Yep. And then they got into this successional, not, not intended, next not episode, next episode. Sopranos did that. Yep. Oh, you got to come back next week to see what happens. And I don't like that stuff because I don't want to be committed to having to watch the next. So I avoid those at all costs. There are some shows that I'm okay with that with. All right. But there are other shows that, yes, I do like the episodic nature of it. Yes. And, you know, I have my my Star Trek mug here. (laughs) And that's one where I think the episodic nature, it's better. Because, like, they've done, there's a show called. Because they're on a journey. There's there's a show called Star Trek Discovery that's been on Paramount+. Plus. They have the whole season long storyline where every you had to watch episodes one through four to understand what happened in episode five it wasn't nearly as good as some of the other ones where it's like you can just grab a random episode and at the start they're flying around they find something fucked up they investigate it ship does this for a little while and then they deal with it and they move on to the next thing that's more fun than the storyline i I get it i'm not a storyline guy because what happens is they get lame fast. Well, what I feel like is... Because the writers get lazy and they can't come up with clever shit. They have one clever idea. And they and do one they, season. They, they, they take that one clever molecule and they try to turn it into something. And it 
Yeah. I feel like a lot of times shows have one, maybe two good stories out Correct. of a, out yep. of a thing, yep. but it becomes popular yep. because they're good. Yep. And then suddenly they're stretching out. You mentioned Succession. Succession probably should have only been three seasons. Right. The fourth season, um, it was oh decent in the beginning, okay in the middle, eh, okay. Yeah. And then I think they stuck the landing for what it's worth. All right. But I think they could have taken that fourth season, figured out a way to cram it in the third season, and just make it three seasons. I don't think they needed to do the that last, the last successional or sequential, whatever yeah. you want to call it, series. We really watched was Game of Thrones. Okay, and that's a few. I don't know if you. I don't believe you ever. Watched I have it. not because yeah. to be because honest, it was one of those things. I didn't have HBO at the time, right? And then by the time I got it, the end had already come out, and I heard about the ending, and I was just like. Well, this sounds like not. It, and that's it, just, it, that was the last time we paid for HBO. Yeah. We only and we only paid for HBO at that time to watch that friggin' show. And the only reason I watched is because I like flying dragons. Yeah, and and the White Walkers were scary looking mean bastards, and I thought that was cool. It was an intri- it was it was it was eye candy. All okay. right, it it was entertaining. It was clever in in a, in a regard, but it was well produced. But it was week to week to week. But we paid attention, and you get to the end, and you're going, that's it. Yeah. You know, it's like, damn it. You know, and the dragon flies away and they live happily ever after whatever. But but yeah, I, I think after a while, they, they just kind of go, we're tired. Well, and that's why, hell, the books haven't even finished. The writer hasn't even put the last book out yet. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Star, uh, Star Wars proved that. Well, see, I, see, I go way back <laughs> to seeing the original Star Wars in the movie house. Um. I remember when Star Wars came out, and that was a big, and it was, it was a big thing. And then this next one, you're going, shit, this is good, and you got to see that third one. And then they started doing the dumb shit of prequels. Yeah. All right, well, stop it. Just because the book stops here doesn't mean you can go back and write the book that started before the one that you just finished. And and they killed an incredible program in my mind, program meaning a series of movies. Um, I think they destroyed it. By doing, how many Star Wars are, uh, like 38 Star Wars are out there now? Uh, you know, and, and, technically and nine of the main movies, and then there's all the damn spinoffs that I can't even there, That's anymore. my point. That's my point. Yeah. The damn spinoff. You don't even know. Yeah. But the three Star Wars, you got Obi-Wan, you got Luke Skywalker, and that was cool, and you remember those forever. You don't remember number eight. Yeah. Why'd you make it? Because they just wanted to milk. Yeah, just, well, yeah. Disney bought it for like a billion dollars, so of course they got to like- we, we could do a whole hour on opinions on Hollywood. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. So, anyway. so yeah, that's my entertainment up at Villager. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, you know, but I like I, I, I like Villager cigars. True. And you can get those where? Uh, all over the place. At Ash and Ale and Pumco. Well, that's true. You can't get it at Ash and Ale. Ash and Ale and Pumco. Well, you're really good. <laughs> I am so going to get a phone call from Ken on the Oh, way. yeah. He's going to- I know that. He's going to have something to say. Okay, so moving on to the, uh, back to the calls now. We'll go back to the calls. Oh, don't you have out music for Villiger? No. Yeah, hi, this question is for uh, Nick's dad, uh, Mr. Miller. Um, Could you uh, answer for us when, uh, how old Nick was the first time you caught him masturbating? uh, Cuffing the carrot, flogging the dolphin, uh, spanking the monkey. Uh, giving Shirley the old five knuckle shuffle. Literally. Uh, and uh, I guess Nick, for you, um, what was it like to have your dad walk in and uh, catch you <sighs> masturbating to gay porn? Okay, thanks. 
I got this. <laughs> really? Because I'm ready to uh, hit the Adam Protocol button, but hey. Hold off. Okay. Appa- apparently, this individual has a certain preoccupation with masturbation. Well, first of all, if he ever loans his phone to somebody, I hope he sanitizes it before he hands it off. <laughs> Second of all, your preoccupation with masturbation. I can make an assumption that you speak of what you know. Um <laughs> I have a word of caution for you is you need to shave your palms before you hug your mother or shake her hand. Your father neglected to do that one time and it turned into a real family issue. <laughs> um, for God's sake, man, whenever you masturbate, think of your mom. All right. <laughs> Moving you know, on. I, you know, I'm not going to hit the head of button. I'll, I'll just let that stand. So we'll just let yeah. that dangling out there. We'll let leave it... that out there. Okay. <laughs> Next call here. Oh, dear God, be better. I took care of you on that one. Yeah, thanks. Right. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, guys. It's uh, Noah Collin. What's up, Noah? Um, I would like to thank the oldest Miller for raising such a fine young son. Um, <laughs> I have a question. You apparently it's probably already been asked <laughs> already, but uh, what is the most embarrassing story you have oh, of fuck. Nick? And if that already has been asked... What is your favorite cigar memory that you guys share? <laughs> and if that's already been asked, I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Bye. You seem to have a thread with your listeners. What do you mean? He needs to move to, apparently he needs to move to Illinois. To buttfuck Illinois yeah, or whatever, that, or whatever that town is. Buttfuck Illinois. <laughs> I don't think you ought to do this group video her thing. <laughs> no, it could get weird. It could definitely get weird. Um, anyway, Ooh. thanks for the call, Noah. Um, all right. Let's let's go. You know, you, you know, look, when I told you, no. when I asked you if you wanted to do this, you said it could be soul destroying. Well, well, I hesitated uh, too. I didn't text you back immediately. No, I noticed. Call. I noticed. So, yeah. like, you said it could be soul destroying. So. Here we go. Noah teed it up. Whatever. I can take it. You know, <laughs> in, in, in all sincerity, you know, let me answer that question in, in kind of a broad scale. Nick was not a bad kid. He and his brother both really never got in trouble. Um, I got divorced uh, and, and remarried when, when they were little. So... And I don't want to get too deep into emotional shit here, but but you cherish the time you have, and, and you're unfortunately you're learning this with Maxwell. Yeah, whatever time you get with your son, you you, you cherish and you do the best you can. Um, my my wife and I, we always tried to do adventures with the boys. Whenever we saw them, we didn't want to just have a weekend and and whatever. We tried to do things. So. Um, I'll always remember one weekend I, I, I picked you two up and you were little, I don't remember your age and we, we surprised you. We took you to the airport in St. Louis and we flew you guys. It was your first airplane, right? We flew you to Chicago. We spent the day going through the museum and the aquarium. And it was, it, it was, a. we gave you both game boys as a surprise to something to play on the airplane. We had lunch at McDonald's and we flew back to St. Louis that night. It was a day in Chicago. And that's something I'll remember forever. Now, fast forward several years, and we're walking the beach, my wife and I, for many, many years. We would go to South Seas Plantation in Captiva Island, which unfortunately just got cold cocked with that hurricane a year ago. Yeah, you're not going there for a little while. They're rebounding. Uh, Well, actually, they're open, but I don't know how you get there because the little causeway bridge from Sanibel to Captiva, it must be like a floating one-lane bridge, but but they're, they're open. 
Okay. And I, we were there after Hurricane Charlie, I guess it was, and all the trees are just, you know, so it's not as pretty, obviously, yeah. but the beach is there. Anyway, many years ago, back in, it would have been, I don't know, 20 years ago, maybe, we're walking the beach with, with, with Nick and his brother, and um, I fire up a cigar. And this little shit looks at me, <laughs> goes, well, whatever floats your boat. And I just thought, well, that's a cocky little comment, <laughs> right? And I'll always remember and that. here we are. Now look at you. I know, right? Your boat's floating, pal. <laughs> my boat's floating. Fast forward many more years, Noah, and one of my fondest memories was sitting on the front porch at the at the Hill Cigar, whatever the I'm sorry, I'm botching, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Hill Cigar Company. I was in town, I don't know, for the race or something. I don't, I don't remember why. It was in business yeah, or something. I traveled a lot in my career, and I was always pop. I moved around the country and i'm always popping back here whenever i could um and we're sitting on the front porch at the at the hill cigar company i had a nub that day i don't know what you had but i remember you having a nub that that, i don't remember what i had see there you that was just one of those moments no where it's kind of like i'm sitting with my son he's an adult now we're having a cigar together that was probably the first real cigar sit down cigar together we ever had and we're just bullshitting with any stranger that comes on the porch um, there are no things as strange. My grandfather, many years ago, there are no things as strangers. They're just friends you haven't met yet, and and that's what that felt like that day. We're just we're we're just chewing the bullshit with anybody and every, and we're all laughing, and we all just go our separate ways. So it kind of went from surprising him as a little boy to being insulted by the little kid <laughs> to having a nice moment with my adult son. So there's my answer for what it's worth, Noah. Okay. Well, that wasn't nearly as painful. I'm, as not, I'm, I'm not out to embarrass you. Well, I mean, I get it. But like, you had your it moment. Kind of is what it is. You right? had your moment. Ah, swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, we got one more call here. Will they never end? Oh, I know. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I got calls. Hey, Jerry Polisky here. <laughs> uh, a fine how do you do to the Millers uh, in plural. Millers in stereo, if you will. As it turns out. Anywho, um, it's glad, I'm glad to hear that uh, you were able to share these cigar memories with your father there. Uh, the only cigar memory I have, old Jerry Pulaski here, is when a young uh, Jerry Pulaski's father would come home after losing uh, the rent money oh, no. on pool tabs. He would put out his uh, cigar on my thigh as a form of punishment. Saw that coming. Anywho, uh, before I let you go, I promised uh, a little sampling of my garage band, um, oh, no. the Jerry Pulaski Quartet here, where we play uh, instruments uh, found in the garage, as it turns out. Uh, I call this one, As Soon As I Get the Courage. And I am playing the uh, hose that is in the garage connected to my car. Here you go. Stay smoky. Thanks for the call, Jerry. Here's the Jerry Pulaski guy. There's Jerry. Playing a hose connected to his car. True story. This is. Oh, God. True. (laughs) Many years ago, 
Janet and I moved to Weston, Florida, and we were we bought a house in Weston Hills. You've been there, yeah. Weston Hills Country Club, and there were three home at the time, three builder spec new homes available. We bought the middle one. The home next to us sold. Right, so when we were moving in, the guy, as the story goes, we had moved in. I'm sorry, we had moved in. I came home from work one night, came past. Ambulance, fire trucks, cops everywhere, all around the neighborhood. I could barely get through, right? Mm-hmm. This is right next door. And as I drove by, the garage door was gapped about that that far off the, the ground. Uh-huh. And there was a hose. Turns out that the couple who had bought the house next door to us, uh-huh. They were staying at a local hotel as they were closing on the house. Yeah. And instead of closing on the house, the guy goes, I got to make an errand run. You wait here. He left his wife at the hotel. He went to that house that they were buying, pulled into the garage and gassed himself and killed himself. Oh, shit. Because he didn't want to be with her anymore and didn't want to move, apparently. So they hadn't eaten. Oh, shit. I know. So there you go, Jerry. There's your gas in the garage store. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, that was a moment. Then it resold again a month later, and I'm thinking, who the hell would want to buy a house as somebody off themselves? And it does all the time, but I think the realtors have to disclose that. Maybe you get a better deal if somebody well, killed you themselves. Would, you would think you'd get a discount. You would, but Do they have to disclose that? I, everybody listening, it's my understanding- If there's a realtor listening. It's my understanding, if there was a murder in the house, or you know, people die in houses all the time. Old, old people die in houses all the time. Yeah. If there's a murder in the house, I think that has to be disclosed. You know, somebody dying in a house, they don't, you know, why is the house on the market? Yeah. Oh, the old guy died. Oh, well, shit. That's good. Um, but I think if there's a homicide See, or something in a house, I think they have to disclose that. This goes back to my whole private island thing. That, yeah, right. That the Epstein Island was for sale. But you don't want to buy the Epstein Island. Because. Right now, it's freaking, you know, Kid Sex Island. And nobody wants to own Kid Sex Island. You got to let it be sold a handful of times so unless, that eventually it becomes. Unless it's the right price. Yeah. They bring that kid sex island to me for like 50 bucks. Okay. I'm bad, on it. Okay. Valid. Bad, but I'm it just depends saying, on how bad they want to offer. But it's kind of like, you know, you don't want to buy the murder house because everyone's right. be like, well, you, you live in the murder house. No, but here's you the You got to let it be sold like five times. And then it's like, oh, the Smith house. Let, let, you know? Let's take the story and do this. What if it's a house that, I don't know, some what Mexican cartel gang is targeting and no they don't shit. know they don't they don't know that that guy moved out. Yeah. And right, you don't want to be in the house that's targeted by whoever. They True. need. I would think they would. Realtors listening, do they disclose if there's a homicide or a murder in a house before they sell it? There we go. Jerry wants to know. Way to take a Jerry Pulaski call and make it legitimate. I'm doing my best. Okay, huh? well, I like that. So, well, guys, that's been this month's Ask the Boys. Um, get your calls and questions in for next month. By calling the hotline at area code 863-874-0000. I do have outro music. You do. I like this song. Sounds like a song Jerry Pulaski would play. I would think so. Sort of a... Something out of his garage, you know? So, all right. Well, needless to say, I don't really have much of anything for this, but let's go ahead and do this real quick. Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And, uh, well, I haven't smoked any this week, but I cleared this with you beforehand, and you have, so I'll let you answer this. As you know, and you have participated, I'm I'm the kind of guy that will sit on my driveway and 
hide from my neighbors the best I can and have a cigar, usually on weekends, because during the week I'm yeah. busy, busy being busy. So in the last week or thereabouts, I've had a Cohiba Blue. Okay. Um, also, as you know, I tend to go for the medium. I, yeah. I avoid nicotine. And there comes... I, 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 I smoke a lot of cigars when I play golf, and the last thing you want is a nicotine buzz out in the middle of a fairway. Yeah. All right. I smoke cigars to relax and to be calm and just something to take my mind off of stuff and, and whatever. So my, my taste tends to run mild to medium, maybe a little medium stronger, but I avoid the hard shit. Always have. I mean, I've had a few Cuban cigars and I'm, yeah, not worth. I had one many years ago in Canada. I dropped 75 bucks on the damn thing, and I regret that forever. You know, it was like, it just didn't do it for me. So, uh, a Cohiba Blue is just right down the middle. It's it's an easy smoke. Okay. Um, Oliva G's and O's. Yeah. I like those. Now, those are box presses, and you, we know you don't like the feel of them. I know. Um, but I can But appre- when you drop them, they don't roll away. But I can is- also appreciate it, you know. I mean, Padron, they don't make round cigars. That's right. And I like Padron. As long as they don't make triangular shape ones, I'm good. Yeah. Has anybody made a triangular one? There was one. Was it the? There has been. Ah, uh, that's I creepy. Know that, that. See, that's just dumb, creepy stuff. Um, there has been, and I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was Camacho, the diplomat or diploma or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm making stuff up now, but I know there was one. Yeah, I feel like it, at some point there was one. That would that would be wrong. An oval, I can imagine, but not a not right. And the only and the third one, it, it, along the lines of your favorite cigars. Okay. An Aladino Cameroon. There you go. So, like I said, I, I I tend I tend to go that way, and and the other thing what we had talked about before is is your your flavor notes. Yeah. Um, there's an ugly ugly fact of aging that when you reach a certain age, your taste buds start to alter, and and as you get older, your taste buds actually uh, are smaller. Okay. Yeah, you, know, you develop some, but they're littler, and you lose taste flavor notes. I mean, I could flavor, I could flavor note a cigar, you know, 30 years ago. I've, I've been smoking, what, 32 years or whatever now. Yeah. You know, I, I could develop the nuances and whatever. Now, I, I, I don't smoke, so, and you're going, well, I taste, you know, peppercorn from the northern end of whatever. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I'm that. not quite that specific. I, I'm but not yeah. kidding that. I mean, if you give me a, if you give me a tobacco especial that's dipped in chocolate, I can taste the chocolate. Yeah. But as you well know, various parts of your tongue have various different taste buds. Sweet is on the front side, you know, sour on the sides, bitter and all that other shit. But as you get older, you lose those sensations. Okay. So, you know, and, and like we were talking the other day, I mentioned this to you. That's why old people like desserts mostly. You go to a nursing home, they're all pounded can, down dessert. Because they can actually taste they it. They can taste it. Right. Yeah. Um, you go in there with something of umami. Yeah. You know, it might as well be oatmeal. So... When I smoke cigars, I, I, I smoke for more of a sensation thing. And it sounds really dumb when I'm saying this out loud and I apologize. I don't I don't detect flavor notes. I can detect if it's harsh yeah. or it's not. I can detect if it if it's an this is really stupid. If it's an easy smoke, meaning I'm not I'm not not enjoying it. Yeah. There are certain cigars I've had that just yeah. And I can't tell you why I have that. Ugh. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good. Yeah, and and I can't. Down, I'm sounding dumb when I say no, that. No, no, no. But it, but it's more of a sensory. It's more of a sensation. I, I kind of get it. I mean, um, and it probably is your flavor notes. I just don't know what they are that I don't like and like. There might be 
the flavor notes might be a part of it. Um, for me, sometimes if it's got a slightly um, hard pull to it, yeah, well, like that, you know, I'm when you're it, taking yeah. a draw on it, and yeah. it's like you know, not as bad as like sucking a straw through a grape. Yeah, but, but if you like, have, or and I've seen if straw, you, but, if you, you know have to I mean. poke. Your cigar, and I've seen guys do that. I yeah. don't know what it's called. You got a poker. Yeah, you get the poker. Yeah, yeah it's like uh, draw tool thing. Yeah, why? It's either plugged or it's packed too tight. But either which way, it's like it's Th- unpleasant. Throw and, it away. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I go I go for the smokes that are just pleasurable. You know, not not creamy. And I know what you mean when you say a creamy smoke or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I can detect some sensation of what they are, and it's a matter of being sixty six years old. You know, and, and, and you start to lose your taste. Okay. So not everybody does that. Medications cause it. Various medical conditions can cause that. Not everybody listening is going to experience this. Yeah. But a large portion, I guarantee you, a large portion uh, of your listeners, there's a, a percentage of your listeners will have experienced the same thing. You can give them a cigar and say, duh, you, you get that little black cherry in there. Nah, no. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, they just smoke it because it's enjoyable, pleasurable, and who you're with at the time. There you go. Okay. All right. Anyway, so those are my three cigars. Okay. So three Boom. cigars. So um, we're going to do one more thing. And uh, you admitted to me, you think this, this is stupid, but we're going to do it. I'm going to put you on the spot. Contested Sea Corners. It's time for a super fight. Okay. So it's super fight time. Fast forward, fast forward. Fast forward. <laughs> I know. Nor- normally, this would be where you'd be fast forward. This is this is where he hit YouTube many times to go to but seventy you, second but jumps. You can't do that. You can't do that this time. So we have in one corner we have a polar bear, my favorite animal on earth. They can smell a human fifteen miles away, hunt him down, and kill him. He just Any animal that can do that. He just drank five energy drinks. Perfect. But he's really, really stupid. Okay. He's taking on Abraham Lincoln, who is nine feet tall and armed with a samurai sword. So we have a nine foot tall samurai sword, Abraham Lincoln, versus a really freaking caffeine fueled dumbass polar bear. My money's on the polar bear. I agree. I would like to give Honest Abe somewhat of a shot, even with the samurai sword. I think he gets a few good cuts in. But realistically, I think the polar bear just by size and, and I mean, you know, I don't know, but like something tells me they're probably quicker than I think they are. And uh, just savagery, even with the stupidity, I think the polar bear takes it. Now, here's where. It, <laughs> but I would. What you don't want to do is take a pile of stupid bullshit and try to make it into logic. <laughs> but see, this is the fun of this. But I'm about to do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Case in point. I've I, I've seen white belt karate people kick the shit out of black belts just because they're random and they don't know what they're doing and they flail. Okay. Sometimes having form and perfection gets in your way unless you're really good at it all right you've seen street fighters and i don't know if you've ever you know youtube videos look it up you can see a street fighter kick the living daylights out of a kung fu master just because they know different techniques right so that being said nine feet tall is not a virtue it's not a benefit 
Well, it was being, the card that was drawn. No, yeah. no, I respect that. Well, it yeah. was a damn stupid card. Yeah, yeah. Being nine feet tall makes you vulnerable from like four and a half feet down. Yeah. All right? Because Abe Lincoln had long damn legs. He did. Polar bear paws are like this big. So that's a quick hit. Are, you, you can take your two hands, and that's a polar bear paw. Okay. All he has to do is pop him on the ankle once. Yeah. And his stupid polar bear's got him down. It's fair. Now, Samurai, one thing to keep Sam, in mind. Samurai sword goes off. One thing to keep in mind. I'm just throwing this out there just for the sake of argument. I'm not really thinking it's as big of a You're really thing, into this, aren't you? But I do lie. I like this. Um, Abraham Lincoln was a, correct me if I'm wrong, he was a championship like wrestler. Yes. He was big into like wrestling. So theoretically, could he get the polar bear in some sort of like wrestling you know, have you ever tried to wrestle a polar bear? No, I've never. I'm alive, aren't I? <laughs> I mean, like, there, that's my realistic. Point. See, yeah. no, you no, just, know. you just I said know. it. I, you wrestle the polar bear, you lose, <laughs> right? I I said it probably doesn't matter. In the Wrap your arms around a polar bear. Go but ahead. I, I, I defy try, you. I was trying just for a minuscule moment to give Abraham Lincoln somewhat. Yeah, I bet of for a, five bucks, we can get Jerry Pulaski to wrestle a polar bear. Five bucks. Shit, he'd do it for a buck fifty. <laughs> say, you get him a <laughs> bottle of bra- blackberry brandy, and he'd be going to town. Hell yeah. Um, my, uh, I, I, I hear you, but yeah. well, I wonder if I can get Jerry Pulaski to wrestle Teddy. Money's on Teddy. Hundred percent. Yeah, even if he is a vegetarian. At pulpit fest. They're both going to be a pulpit fest. Pulpit mania. Yeah, we could totally get Teddy and Jerry Pulaski to wrestle. I like this idea. By the way, Pulpit Fest is uh, Friday, September 22nd, and Saturday, September 23rd. So if you're in the St. Louis area, or if you want to come and hang out with a bunch of listeners and have a good time, um, you know, that's what it is. So um, Friday, we're hitting Top Shooters and uh, just sitting and smoking and having a good time there. Um, Saturday, there is going to be kind of a little mini tour of some of the cigar places in St. Louis, and... um, There'll be breaks in between for people to go off and do their own thing. But if they would like to stay with the group, that's probably when we're going to grab like lunch and dinner and that sort of thing. Just turned into but, old Puppet you know, Fest commercial, didn't it? It kind of did. Just like that. It's like, where'd that come from? I thought we were talking about Teddy wrestling Jerry Pulaski. It's a segue. See how that goes. You segued that. I seg- as, as a co-worker yeah. used to say, that was a good segue. Right. We never corrected him. It was I always did, funny at meetings. And didn't fall off a cliff and die, you know. Unlike Abe Lincoln would if he were fighting a... Or the Segway guy. Or the Segway guy. Boy, that <laughs> failed, didn't it? Why did he? I'm going to revolutionize and change the world. Beep. Fart. <laughs> like, what happened to him? <coughs> well, they he's pretty much. A, he's selling kettle corn in some county fair. <laughs> well, hell, I mean, like, they pretty much took the Segway, took the handlebar off, and now you got these freaking stupid hoverboards that these kids are using. Oh, no, it's worse than that. Okay, we'll get back to Abe Lincoln in a minute. Okay. The other day, we're driving down a, a relatively major road in, in uh, Fisher's, Indiana okay. area. And it's a boulevard, so you got that median, right? And we're yeah. going this way, and the speed limit is 45. And then the would be the left-hand lane, the inside lane, left-hand lane. Yeah. The passing lane coming this way is some shit <laughs> on a one-wheel device. I'm, I don't even know what it is. He's on, it, it's a single wheel, and he's hunkered standing on it, and he's passing cars. So he's doing... At least forty-five to fifty on basically a on motorized a wheel. motorcycle on a motorized little like a, the wheel was about this big and it was about yeah. that wide. Okay, so it's and it, a, yeah, like a little platform but mon, mono bike buzzing oh at like forty-five God. with no helmet, 
no knee pad, and it's just a poof. Okay. I mean, it takes a lot of confidence to do something like that. Yeah, that's the word. That's the word I come. <laughs> that's exactly the word I came up with. Wow. My God, look at that young man. He's confident. So confident. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah that's so, one, one way of putting it. So an, anyway, anyway, so back to the point. The bear wins. Bear wins. The bear wins. Because once again, polar bears rule. They are the coolest animal on the planet. And we need to do what we can to protect our polar bears. There you go. Polar bear wins. I'm not getting into the whole climate change thing, by the way. Okay. I'm that's just fine. talking polar bears. That's fine. All right. Well, why don't we now hear about this? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! And while you're there, pick up some fucking good coffee, just like he did. I just picked it up. You did. You just picked it up. Um. Anyway, I'm supposed to have new commercials from Nick. He recorded some, but he didn't like his voice on it. He wants to get somebody else to record it. And so um, he's supposed to be sending me new files, but he hasn't done so yet. So, Nick, right. this is your reminder to get somebody to record those commercials. Otherwise, I'm going to keep playing this one. Does he know somebody else, or he's just like... I don't know. I assume he knows people. He could get like a voice-altering thing. He could get an app probably for free. He's very big into AI. He's been very... Well, I heard that on that one episode. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. We should make one for him. We could. The little AI voice. You know, a little singy thing. Like a little chipmunk voice or something. There you go. So... Anyway, and it's time... In terms of socials, I'm available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. I'm also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. You guys can get in on that. Twitter slash X. I don't really, I you know, whatever. Um, I'm on it, but whatever. Uh, YouTube where you can watch us. And uh, we'll go ahead and say we need calls for next month's Ask the Boys. Get them, get them going already. Area code 863-874-0000. And... Uh, and my socials is I don't do. Sh- I was say my life is nobody's business. I, was, I don't do Facebook. I have a Facebook account, but I did it because of a company that I had. Um, I have an Instagram account, but I don't post anything. Kermudjim, if anybody wants to look, <laughs> there's yeah Kermudjim. Yeah, tells you everything you need to know about me. Um, there's nothing on it. I'm contemplating putting photography and things on there. Okay. But you will know nothing about my life. Well, no, that's fair. Because that's the problem. I think we have See, that's to, what I like about Instagram is we, the pretty pictures. That's the only reason you look at Instagram is for yeah. cool, cool stuff. And I hope to get some in week after next. There you go. So, Oh, well, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Going to Yellowstone. That'll so be fun. My focus is a Milky Way photo. I've got the astronomical charts. I know exactly when it's open, when it's going to be visible, where, what hours from 9.38 to 11.40. And I'm studying up on photographing that and improving landscape photography and hopefully i'm not killed as you were yesterday from your uncle i'm not gored by a bison or eaten by a grizzly that'd be that would be preferred but that'd be a great photo that would be good so well i'm getting the notice from the ipad that uh the battery is uh about dead so why don't we uh go ahead and say that uh 
This has been nice. I appreciate it. It's good seeing you. It's fun. It's been fun. It's turned into a nice morning, too. And uh, it has been. It's I, We got lucky with the weather. Uh, you know, you were in town. We we did the IndyCar race did yesterday. You? Right. And um, I know leading up to it, you and I were both very concerned about the fact that they moved this from a Saturday night race to a Sunday afternoon race in August. Who the hell thought that was a good idea? It would have been 95 degrees and skin melting. It would have sucked. Yeah. But uh, we got lucky. And it was uh, really, really nice. It's like 78 and cloudy. And it's today cloudy. is looking to be like yep. 80 and sunny. So like the 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 seventh level of hell has moved away from the Midwest at this point, I think. For the time being. For the time being. So anyway. And let's hope that the storm that's coming into Florida doesn't cause problems. Yes. Yes. For those of you in Florida, hunker down. We don't want to uh, see anything bad happen to Ashenale in Palm Coast, in Florida. In Palm Coast, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Ken, you're getting your money's worth out of this one. <laughs> so, anyway. No, seriously. I, you know, we worry yes. about Maui and all that other stuff, but storms coming through like that, they're no fun. No. So, no. All right. All right. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Scar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I guess I'm Dad. <laughs> Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Apparently, this sounds like a training video. You know what you need? It does, actually. <laughs> See, there's a reason. There's a reason for that. It's because I had to get fair use, you know... Music. I can't deal with things with copyrights. So. See, the thing I would, would suggest, yeah. since this is the cigar pulpit, yeah. you need like church organ music. There's no pulpit uh, feeling in this damn thing. You're the bishop. That's true. You need I wanted like, something you, you need like some really like little, whenever you go to mass or something, you always have this really active organ music to get your ass out. You need church organ exit music. Okay. So nobody, nobody copyrights that stuff because nobody wants to admit ownership of that. Okay. So you need to look for organ music, make this a true pulpity thing gregorian monks maybe yeah oh Probably. yeah get a gregorian chant. <laughs> get a chant going yeah do that at pulpit fest oh, all right everybody there is finally what's it taking three years of this three years and finally, get, finally it. get it right damn you should have called to me there first. we go anyway it's been fun later guys <laughs>